Right now, the local reaction to the conflict in Gaza. Last week on the eighth night of Hanukkah, eight bridges across eight cities in the U.S., including Seattle, were closed down by demonstrators. The protests were organized by a group called Jewish Voice for Peace. And the Seattle chapter of the group blocked the University Bridge just down the road from us. I spoke to one of the organizers of that protest, Eliana Horn, who is a leader of the Seattle chapter of Jewish Voice for Peace. And I want an explanation of why they felt it was necessary to block the bridge. Uh, we shut down the bridge because we there just cannot be business as usual uh, with everything that is happening in Gaza, as 20, over 20,000 people have been killed by the Israeli military, uh, over 7,000 children, half of the buildings destroyed in Gaza, um, all, all a part of a 75-year history of oppression of Palestinians. Um, and our chapter in Seattle has written uh, thousands of letters to Senator Murray, has put in thousands of calls to her, have organized over nearly a dozen protests, and our Senator Murray, Senator Murray has not called for a permanent ceasefire. Um, and the decision to to shut down traffic on University Bridge is not one we took lightly. But mm -hmm. given given that our representatives are not responding, uh, we uh, business cannot go on as usual. Mm -hmm. well, a lot of people feel that way, uh, including a lot of Jews. I assume you're Jewish. I am Jewish. Right. Um, shutting down the bridge, though, and the inconvenience it causes, uh, the possible delay in like emergency services. Why express yourself that way? So again, it's not a decision we we took lightly at all, um, and um, definitely the the goal is not was is not to inconvenience anyone, and it's it's just a, an unfortunate um, uh, part of of the protest that we're definitely ap apologetic to folks who have um, impacted were mm -hmm. impacted in that way, um, and. We have tried every other method that we can think of to get the attention of our representatives. We have three major cities across Washington who have passed ceasefire resolutions. And our representatives, Senator Murray, Senator Cantwell, Representative Adam Smith, who was on the program yesterday, I know, has not called for called for a ceasefire. And so in these conditions that we there we have to do everything we can to raise this issue to our to mm. to the public and to our representatives. And you'd be surprised how many people actually joined our protest, um, both from the streets and in, in cars, um, the bridge tender who uh, initially had asked us to uh, go off the the, the uh, traffic, the the, the roadways, yeah. um, actually wrote a blog post um, describing how moved she was by seeing um, you know hundreds of people standing for justice and standing for an end to violence uh, and oppression of Palestinians. Yeah, I also talked about anti-Semitism with Eliana because one of the issues that clouds the way we debate about the war in Gaza, in person or online, at least for people who are not Jewish, is the perception that any criticism of the way that the Israeli government has responded since the October seventh attack is anti-Semitic. So I asked Eliana about that. I think that that has been a deliberate move made by the Zionist lobby, essentially an Israeli government, to equate anti-Semitism and criticism of Israel or anti-Zionism. And those two are absolutely Explain not the that same for thing. people, because I think that confuses. Zionism versus anti-Semitism. Um, yeah, uh, Zionism is political ideology that is about uh, the... Uh, idea of a nation state that is specifically for uh, one people, the Jewish people, um, that prioritizes Jewish people above all other people. Um, Anti-Zionism is a critique of that ideology. Again, I'm I'm simplifying some some mm -hmm. terms here, but for for our viewers, that is um, just a couple sentence summary. Anti-Zionism critiques that um, ideology and actively works against it. 
anti-Semitism is animus against Jewish people uh, and bigotry against Jewish people specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to criticize a political ideology um, is not the same thing as animus against Jewish people. And it's actually really important that we make those distinctions because, frankly, we miss actual incidents of anti-Semitism when, uh, you know, the Zionist establishment essentially is busying itself pointing out every single instance of criticism of Israel as anti-Semitism. Then our actual instances of anti-Semitism become, we we can't even recognize it. So now that we've said that straight, I hope, what do people like Eliana, who are anti-Zionist, want from Israel? What are members of Jewish Voice for Peace asking from the Israeli government besides the obvious calls for a ceasefire? To me, I am, again, I am uh, Jewish. I am the uh, descendant of survivors of the Holocaust. I have family living in Israel, and I want safety and dignity for my people. I also want safety and dignity for Palestinians. I was raised with the values, Jewish values of B'Tselem Elohim, which means all people are created in the image of God and all people are worthy of dignity and safety. Um, Tikkun Olam, which is that the world, the the our role is to bring social justice into this world. The haftalerecha kamocha, which is the concept that we treat our neighbors as we would ourselves. So for me, any 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 solution has to encompass the safety and dignity for all people. And I don't believe that my people actually are served by uh, what it, by this policy of, of carpet bombing in Gaza and the, again, 75-year uh, history of oppression of Palestinians, that is not making myself, my family, or my people yeah. any safer. And I can see you're truly upset by this. I, I, I can see that. So does your family in Israel feel the same way? Um, I think many, many, many families, uh, as, as you may be following, uh, families of hostages taken are calling for everyone for everyone, right? Yeah. Uh, are saying, actually, like, we want hostages we want all prisoners, all 7,000 Palestinians that are being held in Israeli in Israeli prisons with a 90% conviction rate for those who actually get um, any chance of a trial. Um, and again, 2,000 people without it held in administrative detention with no chance for trial um, to be released so that their families can come home. That is Eliana Horn, one of the leaders of the Seattle chapter of Jewish Voice for Peace. You can tell she was on the uh, verge of tears during a lot of our discussion. We also talked about what it looks like to hold Hamas accountable for their actions. And we have posted the full conversation on the Ross Files podcast page, which you can find at mynorthwest.com.